You're listening to Radio Influence. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. This is a fun Victory Monday. Um, Our Buccaneers are playing some good football. You know, we've talked about all year how the Buccaneers haven't really put together full games. And you'll be honest with you, they didn't really do it against Atlanta the week before. They played one half of fantastic football. They played one half of garbage football. Buccaneers have been doing that a lot this year. Not yesterday. Yesterday was a straight-up ass-kicking uh, on social media, I predicted 38 to 10, I believe it was. It was even worse than that. It was 47 7. Their, their one touchdown was on a, a, a punt return. Oh, it might have, might have been a kickoff return. Uh, but listen, defensively, we gave up nothing. Offensively, we're barely stopped. If you look back to the second half of the Falcons game and then go to the first half of the Lions game, that's, that's a good 10, 12 drives of you. you we're kicking ass, okay? I mean, that's as good as I've seen the Buccaneers look offensively maybe ever in the last, you know, second half of last game and the first half of the game yesterday. Second half, Brady came out. He was chill. Uh, I actually predicted he would have 350 yards passing and four touchdowns. Didn't know it being a half, but that was done yesterday and uh, it was actually fun to watch, especially if you have some money riding on it because I really, I thought the Buccaneers were ready to kick that ass and they, and they got it done. Now, they got their 10th win. They're in the playoffs. It's been a long freaking time. Um, a long, long time. And, you know, Buccaneer fans got to feel good about themselves. That being said, you know, we still didn't bring Tom Brady in here for us to make the playoffs and be at one and done. Uh, I think this Buccaneer team right now is riding as high as any team in, in football. Look around. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, they ain't riding high. They won a game, barely. They ain't riding high. Kansas City Chiefs, they ain't riding high. They figure out ways to win. They're very beatable. You know, there's a lot of teams out there that, you know, are pretenders. And I I don't see anybody in the NFC, be honest with you, or the AFC, maybe other than the Buffalo Bills right now, who are pretty damn wicked, that, that don't have flaws. And when you talk about the playoffs and what's happening in the NFC, the Bucs are in it. If the Bucs win... This week, it'll be 11-5, and five, which is beautiful. There hasn't been too many years they've won 11, 11 games. You know, they're going to end up playing the NFC East champion, which will be either the Washington Redskins if they win, or they'll end up playing the winner of the Cowboys and the Giants. But listen, the Redskins and the Cowboys and the Giants, talk about flawed. The Redskins don't have a quarterback. The Cowboys don't have a defense. The Giants are all kind of discombobulated. Daniel Jones just isn't, isn't quite right. The, those, those are flawed football teams. And with the Buccaneers, I wouldn't say we're flawed. I would say at times disjointed, but it hasn't seemed that way in the last little while. And you can, you can play 15 weeks of football. It really doesn't matter what you've done the previous 15 weeks. It really matters what you're doing now. And to me, Tom Brady is in sync with all his receivers all of a sudden. Uh, the, the lack of running game still scares me a little bit. Leonard Fournette is not the answer 
the, the Buccaneers got it done yesterday. To me, Leonard Fournette is the softest big runner I've ever seen in my life. He don't look like he want to take a lick. I'd rather see that kid Keyshawn Vaughn come in here and run hard for a young kid. Leonard Fournette does not impress me. That scares me a little bit. I'd like to have Rojo back before the playoffs. That'd, that'd be nice. Let me talk to you guys about a new sponsor for the podcast. That's HelloFresh, and it's America's number one meal kit. I kind of ran into them, and for people with busy lifestyle, this takes the thinking out of cooking. And when you take the thinking out of it, it becomes more uh, cost-efficient and time-efficient as well. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinners on the table in about 30 minutes or less. I got my package the other day. Open it up. It's all real easy. Uh, you put the stuff in the fridge, and it's it takes the thinking out of it. Uh, I, I'm somebody who loves to cook, and I just there was no thinking. Open it up. They tell you what spices to put in it, how to cook it, and it was really very easy. It was really all awesome. You cut down your grocery bill and your food waste as well, and they actually deliver pre-portioned ingredients so that you're not overbuying and really think about it. You're not overeating either. I mean, it's all proportioned out real well. But once again, becomes very cost-efficient and very time-efficient as well. Go to HelloFresh.com backslash Beckles10 and use the code Beckles10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping as well. Once again, go to HelloFresh.com backslash Beckles10 and use the promo code Beckles10 for 10 free meals. I have to read that two or three times. That's amazing. So go to HelloFresh and take advantage of what they got going on. It's America's number one meal kit. But other than that, I don't have a whole lot of complaints about that game. I mean, that was, I thought, a well-coached game. Everybody played inspired football. You know, we're seeing Devin White running all over the damn place. Devin White, I think, has nine sacks this year. He might get double digits. I've said quite a few times on this uh, podcast that Devin White is a substantially better blitzer than he is a cover linebacker. I almost don't want to see him in coverage because he brings it. He's fast. I mean, Devin White... Might even be faster than Quan Alexander, who used to be here. All from the same school. And we're seeing players like Ledbetter and Golston and Nelson get sacks. I mean, that's a good thing. Because uh, we're, we're spreading the wealth out a little bit. So, we're in a good spot, Buccaneer fans. We really are. You know, one and done, I, I think, is a, is a lost season. That's not what we brought Tom Brady here for. That's not what we brought Antonio Brown here for or Bruce uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski. It's not who we brought them here for. It's not to be one and done. It's, it's here to make some noise. Bruce Arians is not going to be doing this for that much longer, okay? Maybe another year, maybe. I wouldn't even be shocked if he steps away after this year. You never know. But success in the playoffs is going to be essential. Now we're going to go. We have to play the Atlanta Falcons, who we played just last week, and it's hard to beat a team twice in a year, more or less twice in three weeks, okay? And it, listen, the Falcons are not laying down. Raheem has them playing. They are out there fighting Kansas City in Kansas City. So they're not laying down. And I appreciate that from Raheem getting his guys to play. But there's a lot of kind of side stories going on in that game next week. Uh, Mike Evans needs uh, 40 yards or so to become the first receiver ever to have seven 1,000-yard years in a row, ever. To, to be the first to do anything ever is amazing. I mean, there's that's first ballot Hall of Fame type shit. It just is. 
And when you think about Randy Moss and Jerry Rice and those guys to have not done it, uh, they're going to figure out a way to get him the ball. Okay, that's They sure were getting him the ball yesterday. We, we've been waiting for that. Ten catches, 181, two touchdowns. You know, we've seen that more often than not in the past years. Um, maybe Mike Evans is feeling, starting to feel himself now, and it's a great time to do it. But everybody kind of surfaced yesterday, offensively. Everybody surfaced yesterday. There, I, don't, I mean, there wasn't, you know, obviously they were trying to get the ball to Mike Evans. He had 12 targets. A lot of, it's a lot of targets. But everybody ate a little bit, okay? Cameron Brake caught a couple balls. Um, Fournette caught a couple out of the backfield. Antonio Brown Got a touchdown, that'll make him happy. Maybe shut him up a little bit. But it, it's important to get for everybody to be happy. It really is. Chris Godwin's touchdown, throw and catch, beautiful. I mean, the Bucks are it, they're in the right place. I think they're in the right frame of mind right now. Does it mean they're going to have success? I don't know. I really don't. But I feel a lot better about this Buccaneer team than I did three weeks ago. Or a month ago, a month ago, I wouldn't have thought the Buccaneers were going to compete in the playoffs. I do now. And we've talked about all year about how you got to peak at the right time. And I thought the Bucs would kind of struggle at the beginning of the season, and they didn't. And then kind of catch themselves at the end. And they're, they're doing that. There was a little stint in, in between, like in the, towards the end where they lost three or four. But right now, we're on a two-game winning streak. If we end up beating the Falcons, we go three wins in a row going into the playoffs. We have to be. You have to put on your big boy pants and win some games on the road. Okay, you know you mess around, uh, and if you lose this week, there is still a possibility you go to Seattle. Like you, you don't want to. You don't want to do that. Okay, you know the Bucks would have to lose, and uh, the Rams would have to win, and the Bucks would end up going to Seattle. That's a tougher place to play than Washington or anywhere anybody else in the East. I'm not scared of nobody in the East. For those of you who like to dabble in betting, you know, sports got thrust back upon us, and it makes it a little bit more exciting for me to put a little something on the game. I don't know about you. And there's a lot of different places that you can bet. I only endorse one sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in, in online betting for more than 25 years in the business. I think that pretty much legitimizes it. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. A lot of these kind of sports books just kind of pop out of nowhere. You don't know that they're going to be around in two weeks or two months, and sometimes you have an issue with getting paid, not with BetUS.com. Go to BetUS.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. That's BetUS.com. And when you get to the How Did You Hear About Us box, type in In the Trenches, and you get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. Once again, 25 years in the business, and they're giving out the best bonuses as well. Join today. That's BetUS.com. That's BetUS.com. And don't forget to type in In the Trenches when you get there. BetUS.com. What scares me a little bit is our field goal kicker looks a little shaky. Ryan Suckup missing a couple balls, a uh, couple kicks indoors. You don't want to see that because it's going to get a lot harder if you're in Seattle or you're in Green Bay or wherever you may be. So that's going to be a piece of the puzzle you have to kind of keep your eye on and see if he's feeling better because you could certainly, it, it would suck if we cut Matt Gay 
you know, who's kicking for the Rams now and playing pretty darn well to bring in suck up. And that's a reason why we don't get it done towards the end of the season. That would definitely suck. But I feel good as a Buccaneer fan. I really do. I, I feel good of where they are. And if you listen to this podcast on the regular, I, I haven't said that too often. I, I The Bucks right now, I feel as good as I, I have about this team in over a decade. Okay, so you got to feel good. Now we have, if anybody ever wants to uh, email me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. We have this young man, Garrett King from Columbus, Ohio. It says, Mike Evans is going into week 17 needing 40 yards to break Randy Moss's record of most consecutive 1,000-yard seasons to start a career. If that is that something the Falcons will talk about in meetings this week? Will they look to shut him out, or do uh, opposing teams even pay attention of those things? Um, in this situation, I would say no. Okay, you're gonna try to you're gonna try to lock up a receiver anyways, but they're not gonna roll coverage to Mike Evans and not get him the ball. They don't care about that. They really don't. Now. If you talk about a in a situation where uh, Michael Strahan was going after a sack record for one year, as an offensive line, I think you get together and go, we don't want him getting that you know record on us. And whoever he gets a record on, you're going to probably have to watch that the rest of your life. So you got to think about that. But as far as Mike Evans go, you can't worry about eliminating one guy on an offense. I don't think that's the case. Um. And listen, congratulations to Mike Evans. Mike Evans, you can say anything you want about Mike Evans. He's been a you know a selfless player. You don't hear him complaining a whole lot. I I know for a fact he plays hurt. He's banged up all the time, but he's always in there. He's always in there. And things, Bruce Arians. I started like to hear what Bruce Arians is saying these days. I think Byron Leftwich is trying to feel himself as a play caller. Todd Bowles is, is dialing up the right, you know, the right blitzes at the right time. Defensively, things look a lot better than they did three, four weeks ago. So here's where we are. We're, you know, we got to finish it off with Atlanta. You mess around and get eleven and go eleven and five. You feel good about it. Eleven wins, eleven wins, a lot of wins. A lot of franchises don't ever win eleven games, and we're one of them. We haven't won eleven games more than two, three times in the history of this team. I don't believe. I'm not going to go back and look because. I was part of a lot of them. I don't have to look at those years for sure. We were lucky to win five in some of those. But once again, as Buccaneer fans, we have to be feeling good about ourselves. And uh, we're in a good place. We're in a good place. That kind of scares me, you know, because you even look back sometimes at the Super Bowl year, the Bucs weren't really going into the playoffs as the favorites. I think we knew they had a chance because of their defense was playing well. They were running the football. They weren't turning the ball over. Brad Johnson was starting to figure things out. Uh, but a lot of things are happening like that here in Tampa Bay again. And we have Tom Brady instead of Brad Johnson. I think that's a, a pretty good uh, switch up here because you know, Tom Brady, you give him the ball at the end of the game, I feel pretty good about myself right now. And I think everybody around him feels good. And I think his positivity is rubbing off on offense, defense, special teams, a whole nine yards. So enjoy it, please. Um, I am for sure. And our Buccaneers are going to hopefully win 11 damn games. That's pretty darn good. I don't. I didn't hear anybody predicting 12. 11 was about as high as I thought. And I, I came out and they, they, they're going to they're going to win. They're going to win 11. If they have the flow going right now, I'm not even worried about them. I was more worried about them losing to Atlanta two weeks ago. I'm worried about them losing to Atlanta this week. I just don't think they're going to lose that momentum. 
But let's hope I'm not wrong. If anybody ever wants to hit me up, once again, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. I, I am off the radio this week. Uh, we'll be back again next week. It'll be Jay Retro and myself. Uh, be a new regime starting up. It'll be a lot of fun. And be some intelligent sports talk as we go forward and because that's what we do. But I appreciate you guys listening into the podcast. And uh, it's Victory Monday, so enjoy yourself. Everybody have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. I tell you that Auburn's, they want to go out and hire Kevin Steele. It's because I talked to the guys that are doing the hiring. Know what Kevin said. I know what Jimmy Rain says. I know what the athletic director at Auburn said because I talked to all of them personally. I know where they were headed. The fact that it switched is what I want to talk about. All the news that came out in this Auburn search, much like it did with the Tennessee search with Greg Schiano, it blew up. Now, Schiano's situation was done. They were going to hire him, and Twitter blew up, and they rescinded this. The Auburn situation didn't go down quite that far. It was, we're going to hire Steele, and that got out. How did it really get out that Steele was the guy? Alan Green, the athletic director, made sure that that got out because he wasn't comfortable with that, and he had no power. The power was with mainly Jimmy Rain, who was the key booster that wanted to ramrod Kevin Steele in. Again, I love Kevin Steele. Uh, I don't know that he was the right fit for Auburn. I, I just think he's, you, you know, it, it might have worked out for Kevin had he been there. I don't know. We'll never know because they went in a different direction. The point, we've rehashed that. I don't want to rehash it. We've we've hashed that, I should say. So as Alan Green lets that out, the the public backlash made it so that even the key money-making boosters, see, no one group of individuals are going to be able to have that type of power. But collectively, we are seeing a little bit of, we don't want that guy. That's not going to work. We don't support that. And the, trust me when I tell you, the PR backlash affected it. They may say it didn't. I'm telling you it did. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.